What's up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Today, I'm very excited to be talking with another band off of the Sunday Drive Records roster. We have members of the Arrival Note on the show. This band is from Florida, and they just debuted with the self-titled EP that every single fan of emo music should hear. And if you haven't heard this band yet, you've been fucking up. But we're going to fix that right now. So check this out. Hey, this is Josh, and you're listening to the Arrival Note on Not Just a Phase. You do it one more time because your audio cut. Yeah. Hey, this is Josh from the Arrival Note, and you're listening to Not Just a Phase. You do it one more time because I like torturing people. Yes. Hey, this is Josh from the Arrival Note, and you're listening to Not Just a Phase. I don't know which of the three sound better. I didn't really need three of them. The, 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 the third one for sure. The third one? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Hey. I'm a fucking big pot. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm very excited for you to be on the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. How are you guys feeling? Pretty, Pretty good, man. man. Pretty good. Yeah. So uh, for those listening who don't know your names and voices, could you just uh, state your name and what role it is you play in the arrival note? Sure. Uh, I'm Josh. I play guitar and I sing in the arrival note. I am Kyle. Uh, I play uh, a guitar um, in the arrival note. So again, thanks, guys. To, uh, fuck. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, did, did you by any chance check out the show before agreeing to come chat with us today? Or I um, I'd heard about it bef- beforehand. Um, I, I like that new Anxious LP, and I uh, I saw that you did an episode with them. So I I, che- I checked that out a little, a little bit beforehand. Excuse me. Yeah, I checked out the one with Koyo, because I'm a big fan of Koyo, and I figured I would 
figure out what I was getting myself into. So here we are, you know. I'm glad you know what you're getting into. Um, I'm a broken record, so I pretty much start off everything the same way. I usually ask how, you know, you guys got into like punk rock or underground music, but I'm more curious how you guys first discovered emo music or how you were first introduced to it. Damn, Kyle, take this one, buddy. All right. Um, I mean, through like punk and metal and hardcore, um, you find so many subgenres, you know what I mean? And I, I think I was about 16, 17 when I met my friend Cameron, um, who introduced me to bands like The Promise Ring and Texas The Reason, No Knife, Sunny Day Real Estate, Braid and Hey Mercedes. Um, and then he also introduced me to like, you know, like first wave, like right to spring and like, you know, like just tr- a, tr- a true ev- ev- evolutionary, sorry, um, kind of track for me. This is how I got into it. Oh, that's impressive. I... Like you got shown the real stuff. <laughs> right oh, yeah. yeah. How, how, did you, how did you get into that, Josh? Um, I'm going to say that I come from like a Christian background and basically the band that kind of opened up that world to me was a band called further seems forever and good band i've been a fan of that band since i was like 12 13 however i however old i was when i found that and uh i didn't really know that that was emo music until like way way down the line you know in my life and i would say that just from being kind of like the back like go back off of what Kyle said just being into hardcore metal like you're gonna find some subgenres that you just that kind of makes sense to you and I would say that that was like like another subgenre that I just kind of picked up along the way that I started really enjoying uh but I wouldn't say that was until like later in life but you know bands like the promise ring were really big for me uh Texas like all that revelation record stuff like far side and game face even if that's not like emo emo it's still you know it's pretty close to that texas is the reason of course all that stuff really like you know it opened up my world to that stuff and now i've really dove in and i'm really enjoying it and i'm still finding new bands every day and that's pretty that's pretty awesome there's so much of it or like there. Re- re- reliving um or re- refinding like new songs or like old old songs like b-side songs from from these bands that you like Whereas maybe like maybe you didn't like that record back in the day, but it's like huh, I kind of like this record now. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you guys are out from Florida, and I don't think I've interviewed anyone from Florida yet. And Kyle's wearing a flower shirt, so that makes me pretty happy. If I was, I'm, 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 pre- I'm pretty chill, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> you showed up the flower Hawaiian shirt on. I'm like, yes, Florida I'm, is in the I'm, house. I'm meeting meeting my mother for dinner tonight, so it had to be like, you know, uh, like s- still somewhat like casual, but like fun. I don't know. I just I just wore it. I'm not knocking it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you, thank so, you, thank you. So, what's what's the scene like in your guys' area in your particular part? popping <laughs> yeah it's, uh yeah things are great right now man uh as far as like an emo scene i don't really know if i can say that there's really that per se but you know we have some some cool indie bands uh there's you know some cool rock bands from here uh one of our 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 bass player that's in the arrival now he plays in a band called secret world 
and they're like emo emo ish but you know it's still a little bit more uh still a little bit more rocking so they got there's like a small scene there's this band called rudderkin it's a little bit more punk leaning stuff but as far as like emo stuff goes i feel like we're kind of on our own island out here but at the same point like we have gotten a lot of acceptance from like the hardcore scene and the punk scene and even like just the indie alternative scene out here so like we've been able to thrive out here and it's been really good but i'm more so from the hardcore world and that scene is kind of what i've been trying to cater the band to a little bit more and in terms of that things are really really going good right now so no complaints i i think we're kind of cool in a way because i feel like we're, we're, we're kind of like like a bridge between those worlds in a way because it's like not every like punk kid likes tougher hardcore not every tougher like hardcore band really likes punk but i feel like you know it's kind of like the, the the meeting middle ground for that sure i think so yeah, I can see what you mean. I can agree with that. Yeah, as well. it's it's it's, it's pretty some, cool, honestly. It's emotional. So there's like, like there's a good, <laughs> so there's a good amount of like punk bands in the area then, and good amount of hardcore, obviously. Oh, for sure, man. Uh, Tampa's always had like a, a really cool mix of bands. Um, I've I've always gone to to every show: death metal shows, hardcore shows, cross punk shows, like indie rock shows, like song singer songwriter shows. Even like there's there's definitely something for almost everyone out here in tampa you know what i mean so do you guys have some favorite local bands in your area we'll go first cal uh sure um i'm gonna say rudderkin is definitely uh they're they're, they're definitely killing it right now um it's like emo tinge like midwest pop punk meets like latterman and i, I don't know I, i've known all those dudes for a while and they're great um not to embarrass Josh, but Contention's probably one of my favorite local bands right now. That's uh, that's that's like his like metallic hardcore band that he plays in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly, though, that, that's that's one of my favorite local bands right now. Um, Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. No, no problem, dude. Yeah, y- y- y'all are great. Um, and not really from Tampa, uh, but uh. But from Jacksonville is glazed, and I'm I'm really digging their music right now. I would say that as far as local stuff goes, uh, there's a band, there's a punk band from here called Diffuse that a couple of my friends are a part of, and I would say that's like my favorite, like Tampa Tampa band that's like from the area, and uh, so there's that, and I would say that again from Jacksonville, there's this band called Leaving Time, they're really sick. Uh, I put on for them. They're friends of mine. And that music is really sick. And uh, again, our bass player, he's in another band called Secret World. And they're really cool. I would say that that's something I listen to quite a bit. So there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, I just off the off my top of my head, it's hard to come up with stuff. But those are definitely like the bands that I would say I put on for the most. And uh, another band called uh, Planet Losers from here. They're really sick. Oh, so, yeah. That, that band rocks, dude. Um, the guy that is in that band, he records like all the, the hardcore bands here. So he's like, he gets it. He recorded uh, our demo also, and he's just awesome. And that band's awesome. So we got we got some cool stuff down here. So how many side projects are within the arrival node here? Quite a few. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, quite a few. I'm in a band called Contention. 
which is a straight edge hardcore band. And then I'm in another, sh- okay. I'm in a few straight edge hardcore. <laughs> uh, one of them, one of them I sing for, it's called steadfast. And then another one I play guitar for called uh, hourglass. And then I play guitar for another band called contention. And those are like, those are like my bands right now. I play oh, drums a- in like, Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Okay. I play drums in like a uh, DC hardcore uh, band called Reef right now. Um, so if you, yeah, if you like like Red Spring and and ba- bands like that, it's 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 kind of like that. And some, some like Fugazi influence too. Listen to it. It's good. Oh, please link me all that. It sounds great. I'll have to check that out. It sounds cool. I will. I will. It slaps, dude. <laughs> Oh, uh, who are you guys listening to right now that you don't think is getting enough attention, or do you that you think deserves more attention? I should say. Go off, Kyle. In like the world Again? of emo, or or just just, just in, in general. general, yeah, just, just in, in general. general. Oh man. Um. So I mentioned them earlier. There's an emo band I really like a lot called No Knife that I feel like never gets brought up in like the world of punk emo or or any of that. Um. I I feel like the, the newest Misery Signals album was was really good and people liked it, but then they kind of just like stopped talking about it. I feel I, I feel like that's that's a little underappreciated. I agree. It's sitting on my uh, my record shelf right now. It's fantastic, dude. It's it's the antithesis to of Malice, but it, in a very good and positive way. Um, there's this band. I think you've had them. You had them on your podcast. Um, fake eyes i think that that band is fucking awesome and i don't know how they're not getting like the tours that koyo and anxious are getting because i think that they're right up there with them if not surpassing them as far as like sound and look like they just they have the whole package and i love that's one thing that i love about a band is when they look cool and they sound good and they just their art is on point and everything and i feel like that that is like you know they really have honed their craft in and I just love that band. And I'm, I'm surprised like more people aren't like, I mean, I'm, they're popular. Don't get me wrong. They're doing pretty good, but I feel like they could definitely be bigger. And I don't know. I'm surprised that they aren't like, you know, getting really big tours or big opportunities, but you know, we'll see on that. And uh, there's another, there's a hardcore band out right now called Foreign Hands. It's kind of the same thing as far as like look and sound, like they just look cool. They sound cool. They just put out an EP and it's really fucking good. And it's really people, cool. Yeah, I think people are onto it, but it's also like you can just never, you can just never really tell what people are gripping onto or not. And uh, I hope that more people grip onto that band because like they just have like they have the look and the sound that I want out of that kind of genre of music, like the metalcore shit. And I think it's really sick. They got a really cool thing going on. So those are like the two bands that I'm real, I've really been feeling the most lately. I'm glad you said that for, for two reasons. First of all, I completely agree with the fake eye statement. I'm sure once that LP drops their full length, like shit'll blow up. I was it's hard for yeah. bands to gain traction, you know, during all the craziness that was happening with the pandemic. For sure. So I'm sure yeah, definitely. I'm sure their day will come. They're fantastic. There's no reason they won't blow up. And I yeah. did just check out um who are we just talking about? My god, I'm gonna cut myself. 
Yeah, I did just listen to Forward Hands EP today for the first time before talking with you guys like an hour ago, and it is also fantastic. And I'm sure it's great, man. Well, too. It's a ripper, dude. It's a ripper. And I'm not a big metalcore guy, but uh, that that took me back. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, we we are, but like it has to be done right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, there's so many bad metalcore bands. Oh, so, so many, dude. Oh, so, so many. many. So many. <laughs> but when it's oh, done right, God. it fucking hits proper, right? It hits, and they dude, do it yeah. right. They do it right, man. That's how I feel about it, you know? So it's cool to see it. So Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a winter tour with Silenus, who I had on the show a while back. That's how I got into them today. I oh, nice. I actually have not listened to that, man. They are definitely doing it right, too, man. That is good shit. I'll hop onto that. That's what's up. I uh, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, let's get back to you guys though. How did you guys all meet and end up forming this band here? Take it away, Kyle. Um, me and Josh have always like been friendly with one another. Um, just like in and out through shows. Um, our our older bands played played together a couple of times, and just we always just like was like, "What's up, dude?" Um. And I think it was our friend Mitch who told me that um, um, that Josh was really into like 90s emo. And I had already kind of sort of been in like an emo revival, emo esque kind of band, but still ultimately about like that kind of sound. And he said that uh, he was he was looking for someone to do that with. So um, I literally just hit him up and we got coffee one day. And I was just like, look, dude, like. If, if you can write songs and like you we, we can sit here and like compromise like with our songwriting like i, I can sit down and like we, we can write out this whole album together like and that, that was pretty much what happened we just we um it was just me and him for, for a very long time it was just me like drumming out the songs while he uh he was playing guitar and writing for it and then uh, but once we hit the studio, um, I did my guitar duties and drums and the bass, and then Josh um, hit his guitars and um, and and delivered his, his beautiful angel voice to us. <laughs> so, did you guys go into the studio as a two piece and came out as a full band then, or I'm confused on the kind timeline of. here? Kind of. <laughs> we, we, I, I, I play all instruments, and I, I just find it frustrating to like form a band under like and form and write write songs with a band when i can just do everything and then while we're doing everything like we can just get people you know what i mean we don't play well with others you know it's 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 not even that it's just like yo like we can just like just do this and like write this and get it the way we want it to and then have people learn these you know what i mean like it's just easier like we already have music at that point I agree. I agree. So you um, guys so, touched on. Oh yeah, go ahead, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, 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 but yeah, no, we we we, we essentially yeah we, we we went in as just him and him and I, and um, and it, and then we got um we got Vic and Ryan to to come and join us afterwards. And they're awesome. We love them. And they're great. So you guys touched on this. Uh, briefly earlier in the, the conversation but the, who mixed and mastered the album mr ethan he's the he's the legend he uh 
he his studio is called Back 40 and it's based out of uh, Dade City, which is like 30 minutes away from Tampa. And like I said, he's recorded everything from Planet Loser to Blister to, to um, With Increase. Oh, I'm sorry, not With Increase. Um, well, Depth to Reason. He's recorded most of my bands. He's done Contention. He's done uh, Six Paths. He's done a bunch of my bands over the years. And he's just, he's awesome. So shout out to him. Shout out to you for sure. And who's, who's doing the artwork for your guys' uh, stuff so far? Like, so, just looking at um, it right off the bat, like I knew it was an emo band. Like just by awesome. the artwork. I, was like, <laughs> I, I had an idea. Like, I, in it. my head, I'm like, that's what it's going to sound like. That's what I saw anyways. Perfect. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, no, truly. Um, so like um, the, the run design with the kids and all of our flyers for shows have been uh, Sir, Sir Jonathan um, of Sunday Drive Records, who is amazing um, label owner and graphic artist and very easy to work with. And if you ever get a chance or opportunity to as a band, I highly recommend him. Um, so he's done some of our design work. Ultimately, though, um, for the album cover, that was me. Yep. Josh just kind of had an idea and I, I knew the place um, where, where to take the photo and I edited it. So it, it made it look like it had some like wear and tear to it. And I did the logo and then Jonathan kind of helped me redo the logo to make it fit a little bit better. And I'm glad he did. And uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that was our album cover. We, uh, we wanted like an industrial feel or at least I did. And I'm sure Kyle felt the same way. And I, it yeah. just, uh, it really came together in a way that we both wanted, which was refreshing because we were just like, oh, we want it to look away, but we also don't want it to look too too on the nose of like 90s stuff. And I think that we found like a happy medium of like keeping it current with the, the art and also keeping it true to the genre, if that makes any sense. But I'm a big fan of landscapes and like pictures of like buildings and stuff. And I felt like that's that fit really well with the rest of our music so i'm proud i'm proud of how it came out me too man yeah no i'm a big i'm a big fan of that for some reason i don't know like it's like a bridge shot or something like the industrial look i, I thought it was like a bridge shot kind of <laughs> um is, it's, is it not like it, is it not like a steel bridge shot it's no it's um I, i'm not sure what it actually is to be honest um it's like part of a roof or something i i think it's like an a part of a, of an old machine, like an old crane machine. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I I just took took the photo like angling up, and it's actually um, it's it's in our uh, our not abandoned part of of the the power lot, but where where Tampa gets most of its power is is, is Tico Power Plant, and it's right in like the old part of that power plant, like um right right on the shores of the waters right right where it's by and i i just knew it was abandoned and it would you know prove to have some some form of like artistic goodness out of it yeah for sure no we got we got some like rusty steel bridges around here that have like similar so that's what i that's what hit me when i saw it anyways no i got you man that makes any sense and the little kids running obviously you know I, i like that too like like you said it wasn't too on the nose I guess you guys decided no. against putting a, a house on the album cover. 
Yeah, no, we're not. Uh, we're we're not the Kingsilla brothers. <laughs> <laughs> not not house emo. Okay, all right. No, yeah, no. Twink, twinkle. Maybe emo. maybe next album. We, we 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 support it. We love we love that shit. We're just, that's oh, just yeah. not 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 us. You know what I mean? Agree. Oh yeah, for sure. Next next album, right? Next album art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, there, there'll happens. be. Yeah, it'll be six, eight time signatures, and I'll I'll, I'll tap the entire time. It'll be, it'll be great. We start putting jazz in the music and shit. Like you know, we just get weird. I know a horn player. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no one's upset about that. Are you guys currently writing any new material? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I we never say, we never stop writing. <laughs> no. Yeah. We've we've been very busy. Um, I would say that we have a lot of unrealized songs or unfinished songs, but we have been playing two songs live that are basically finished. And we have another song that we started working on that'll be done pretty soon. And then we're going to start, we're basically, we're working on a new EP that'll, that we're going to go hit the studio as soon as those songs are locked in. And, but other than that, like we have plenty of material to work through between me and Kyle, as far as like, I write a lot of my own. He like writes a lot of stuff on our on his own, and we just link up together, and then we just pick what we like, what we don't like. But we have like new songs that we have been playing live, and uh, we're gonna try and hit the studio as soon as everything's ready. So we've been busy. We've been very busy. So hopefully, a EP or LP coming out on Sunday Drive this year. Probably, maybe. Probably an EP. Uh, LP, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm obsessed with the idea of just doing an LP right after a demo. Um, but at the same point, I feel like just putting out another EP is, you know, it's a lot more digestible for for the audience, you know. Kyle, go ahead. I, I, I feel like a lot of LPs ride out right off the back unless you're like a hardcore band because then it's like 20 or 30 minutes of your, of your time just kind of get swept under the rug um and people just don't have the same attention span for for lps um so uh, yeah I, I feel like an ep is it's probably this the, the, the smarter move i agree with that one and once we're ready yeah. to sell out we'll do the lp yeah once, once we're ready to sell out put a house on it yeah Oh no! The, we'll at that, that point, we'll, we'll just be like straight, like new Jimmy Eat World, like style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was gonna say it'll be a little bit more alternative. I guess I don't know about the. Don't, don't, don't do that. That, that Don't we'll do that. that. I like, I like the sound, guys. Don't switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, if anyone's listening and you haven't checked out the Sunday Drive roster, please do. Because literally every band on that that uh, label right now is fantastic. They slap. Check them out. Yes, sir. <laughs> so shows are are coming back slowly. I mean, depending where you are. Uh, you guys got anything booked for the near future? I saw you guys just played a show the other week, right? So we played a show. Yeah, we played a show last Wednesday. It was awesome. Um, and that was with a band called Suntitle. They were pretty cool. And uh, another band, uh, some of all our failures. They were pretty cool. Yes. And uh, so it was a cool little emo show. 
like it was interesting to be at a show where like most of the bands were like in the same realm musically as us and it was i don't know it was refreshing because i don't think there's really been a lot of shows like that in our area but that was that show was a lot of fun and uh we're gonna be playing in pensacola i believe it's march 19th um but it's a saturday and we'll be playing with planet loser and this newer band from out there called Cairo, which is really sick. So that's coming up. And we've been trying to get other shows lined up. We've just been really busy, but we're down to play. I'm sure we'll tour at some point. So it's just a matter of getting there. But, you know, show offers have been coming in. And we have been very appreciative of that. So I'm sure we'll, we'll be playing out a little bit more. But that's just all we have for right now. So, no plans as of yet to get down to my hood in Canada, right? Canada, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to go to Canada. Yeah, I mean, Canada's lit. It's it'll it'll be a second, but I'm sure we'll be able to figure something out. Love Canada. Damn well better. You damn well better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. What part of Canada are you from? Uh, I'm just like an hour outside of Toronto. As I tell okay. everyone from outside of Canada, because no one knows anything in Canada outside of Toronto. So I'm an hour I, I away from Toronto. The only reason I know any towns or cities in Canada is because of hardcore bands <laughs> or, or like old metal bands. Yeah. I toured Canada and unfortunately yeah. I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you where we played, to be honest with you. Like it was like a it was like a weird fever dream. I don't know. But it was a lot of fun. Did you try our mediocre coffee, our Tim Hortons? Uh, I had the coffee, and then I had, like, the – there's a specific name for it, but I had, like, the French fries. Poutine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had poutine. Yeah, yeah, That was pretty There's lit. a specific um, name for your French fries. <laughs> French fries uh, and gravy, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, we had poutine. That shit rocked. Uh, I had Canadian McDonald's. That was really good. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> I don't know why I just hit different, and uh, a lot of just... okay, okay, go on. I didn't realize how, like, I don't know, just for some reason, foreign McDonald's hits different. So I always try to like get McDonald's when I'm outside the country because it's always better than American McDonald's. I don't know why. That's the weirdest shit, dude. Okay. Yeah, I promise. I promise it is. It's, and, it's, uh, it's better. Same. It's better in England, also. Just, just yes. English McDonald's is definitely better than American McDonald's. Dude, I had McDonald's in Puerto Rico, and like I dream about it sometimes because it was so good. Why like, would you eat it. fucking McDonald's low, low in standards. Puerto Rico? Low standards, yeah. dude. The you're in a nice Puerto place, Rico? and you're eating McDonald's. Burger King, Puerto Rico. Oh my god, it's just like it's a game changer. Why it's are you changer. anywhere nice eating garbage fast food? <laughs> he's 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 from Florida, man. Like. This is yeah. <laughs> you can't take I, the I man out like... of can't take Florida out of the man, eh? No, I just I hate trying new stuff. So I'm like, I'm gonna stick to the tried and true if I can. And that's uh that's where I end up at. But I don't get me wrong, I get adventurous sometimes, but I always have to have like I have to have some type of American fast food when I'm in another country. Like I just have to do it. God help us when we tour out of country. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna gain thirty pounds or something. It'll be great. Oh my god.
Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. We're talking with the Florida emo band, The Arrival Note. Today, we got Josh and Kyle with us here. And Kyle has to take off shortly to have dinner with his mother because he's just such a stand-up guy like that. It's, I you know, sometimes. Are you telling her you're blowing your big moment here on the, this, you know, really famous podcast show here? Uh, no, she's actually meeting my girlfriend for the first time, though, so. Oh, that's magical. It's, 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 it's going to be a magical moment, man. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. God bless. Bless. Well, let's get back to you guys in the band. You guys are from Florida, as you said. What, what's the most Florida thing that you guys do? <laughs> I go to the beach. <laughs> I love going to the beach, man. It's my shit. I love um, going to the beach. I love California beaches. I don't love Florida beaches. But that being said, I do love a cold beach night and a pina colada oh yeah yeah and a flower shirt okay and a flower shirt oh so if i came to visit you guys is that what we're doing we're going to have a pina colada on the beach wearing flower shirts well josh's would be virgin but mine 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 wouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) me and kyle are partying then josh can keep an edge over there he he can he he can party he parties he just i do i do that's true yeah 
different kind. So, but it's different kind of party. party. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, no, no hate, no hate. Um, so you guys have just started playing shows at this band, as this band, I should say. Sorry, just started playing shows. You got a lot coming up. What band haven't you played with that you'd absolutely love to share the stage with? Like dream show, like no matter the status of the band or. Oh, yeah, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Josh, you take this one for, for, for first. I, I need to think about it for a second. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I would probably <laughs> say Sunny Day Real Estate. That was the first emo band that really, really like hit, got to me like on a, an emotional level. And uh, just like, I don't know. I know they would probably look different playing now in 2022. But as far as like, I don't know, I just want to, I have to experience that band live at least once in my lifetime because I've seen old school videos of them playing and, you know, even like videos from the like mid 2000s of them just rocking out and they just look so like emotional and mesmerizing. And as far as like when it comes to like emo music, I feel like they really like encaps encapsulate what I like about the genre. So seeing Sunny Day Real Estate and playing with them would be that would truly be a dream come true. So. I'm going to say, even though they're not an emo band, I still feel like there's not, 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 not Sunny. Sorry. What I'm trying to say is, um, hum, I, 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 I'd say, I, 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 um, hum still live. Well, not anymore because their drummer just died RIP. Um, but when I got to see them after they reformed, um, they, they sounded exactly the same. They played amazing. Um, I'm not sure if they'd ever do a reunion show because of their, their, their drummer situation, but, absolutely hum they they're 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 not an emo band but they're just emotional and they just they they hit so hard like i don't know yeah fair enough both good answers both good answers um do you guys have like a favorite show or tour memory as a band either as the arrival note or as any band that you played in just a standout memory that you know sticks out for you uh, favorite arrival note memory is um, we just had our EP release shows and we've only played two shows. So this was our second show. Well, thir- th- sorry, we played three shows. Um, so it was our second show was our EP release show. Um, we, we, we got like an encore chant from the, from the crowd and it wasn't just our homies. So like that was, that was pretty mind blowing, man. Nice. Yeah, that nice. was epic. Yeah. I would say that the release show was really fun. But I was very stressed out for some reason. I don't know why. But when we played Wednesday night, as in like last week, I would say that was my more favorite arrival note show just because I was a little bit more in my in my element. And I felt like I just felt better playing and singing. And I don't know, like some really close friends were there. And it just, I don't know, it meant, it meant a lot to me. And the uh, the release show really was awesome too. Great experience, but I would say like I was just a little bit more comfortable in the intimate setting on Wednesday night. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, before we get you to take off there, Kyle, uh, if you could see one band do a reunion show, who would it be? Oh man, oh, that's. <sighs> you know what? I'm I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm going to speak to my 13-year-old self here. I'm going to go for the original Misfits. The original is in Danzig lineup or like Mitchell Gray's uh, lineup? Yeah, no, no. I, I'm, 
I, I don't believe in in, uh, in in Republican punk rock, so um, I'm definitely going with with the dancing, um, the, the the dancing lineup for sure. Danzig's got some very um, interesting political views these days. Yeah, no, I, I said that <laughs> I said that out loud. Like Danzig isn't a piece of shit, but just like yeah. Michael Graves, more so, is just more open and upfront about being like an awful Republican product. But I feel like Danzig would would uh, there be some. some to to that show you know what i mean yeah i just realized now i said mitchell graves not michael graves holy fuck this it doesn't, doesn't matter it does not matter man you're crushing it bro oh just killing it today i've never done an interview with such a fucking migraine this is brutal. you're crushing it you're doing great you're doing great man what about yourself josh uh who would you kill to see do a reunion show and why uh basically it's already happened a few times so i think it'll happen again uh, I want to see Further Seems Forever with Chris Caraba. Um, that would mean quite a bit to me. Uh, it would, again, talking to my 12, 13-year-old self, that is what would mean the most to me to see. And I would, I would definitely cry, probably. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that one. Damn good answer. If you guys could get, um, if you could do a vocal feature spot, Josh, like on anyone's track, who would you want to sing on? Who would I want to sing on? Uh, I would say probably on the Fake Eyes record. That'd be cool, just because I, I like Paul and I like his music. And that would be cool to be a part of that with the homies. Um, and it, I, oh, sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. I'd, I'd say Glazed, uh, just, just because that same reason they're, they're, they're great. They're they're the homies, and I, I think it would sound great. And if you guys could, if you, guys uh, could... If you could get any vocals on your track, who would you guys want singing on, on your tracks? That's a good question. Bob Nana. Definitely Bob Nana from Hey Mercedes and Braid. Yeah, we get, we get told that we sound a lot like Hey Mercedes and Braid, so I feel like that that would just, like, that would go. That would make sense. I also just cool. love that man. I I love that man's voice, and I I feel like he's he's like a really nice and cool and easy easy dude. I, I don't know. Like yeah, de- definitely Bob Mana though. I can agree with that one. Well, we've talked about the nice. Uh, you know, this episode's been a lot of love and laughter, but boldly assuming none of you are pacifists. Um, flower shirts aside, <laughs> you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you I can. I would never. I would never do that. <laughs> If you like could, and like, any like like any historical figure, you can punch anyone in the face, no repercussions. Anyone. You punch them as hard as you can. Who would you knock out, and why would you knock them out? I mean, like, still living. I feel like Donald Trump's like pretty much the obvious answer, right? Sure. Like, yeah. no yeah. repercussions. Like, fuck up like that that old like tyrant's face. Like, absolutely. I uh, I just got into a car accident a couple couple days ago, and I was hit by oh, a yeah. drunk driver. And his name is Renee. Fuck you, Renee. If I ever <laughs> find you, I will literally. You're gonna have to run for your life, Broski. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm coming for you. He is the man I would punch in the face. I'm gonna assume he was in the wrong during this car accident. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Very wrong. 
Do not drink and drive, folks. Please, for the love of God, don't do it. Wow. The irony of a straight-edge dude getting hit by a drunk driver is pretty fucked up. It's fucked up. It is fucked up, my oh. man. But, hey, guess what? I'm alive, and we're doing the interview, so it's okay. He's still here. Yeah. still here. Oh, super glad you're in good health. That's just – that's fuck. That's a – Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was, it's been a long weekend, brother. So – all the people to get the hit by a drunk driver, it's, it's the guy who's, who doesn't fucking drink or do any drugs. <laughs> I know, man. I know. That's fucked. That's fucked. Truly. So what are you, what are you guys listening to that uh, could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or others? And if you have no shame, which you probably don't because you guys are big fans of emo music, if you have no shame, <laughs> what are you listening to that like people wouldn't expect that you listen to? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, this is also going to be my last, my last question that I'm going to love and leave y'all. Um, I'm going to go with six, six pence, none the richer. No idea what that is. Could you elaborate? So you remember the band that did the song Kiss Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did the cover of um, Don't Dream It's Over. Um, and... I'm trying to think of any other like and uh, there, there she goes like that that band their their original music and their, their covers too are are like kind of like the perfect 90s pop for me man like honestly like yes sixpence on the richer is there anything worse than that that you got in your in your uh your musical or anything <sighs> anything stranger than that I, I don't know man no i feel like that's the no one would really expect me to like put that on I didn't expect that answer for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My, I'm, uh, I'm going to love and leave y'all though. Oh, Kyle, thanks so much for, for joining us today, man. It's been a pleasure. Having me, man. It was a pleasure. Hey, say hi to your mom for me. Tell her oh. Rob from Not Just a Face says hi. I will.
I uh, my girlfriend put on the Ariana Grande record the other day. I could not tell you which one, but I was definitely feeling that. That was a cool record, and I was like, I've never listened to a song of hers that I liked, but you know, I was kind of vibing with it, and I didn't, I didn't hate it, you know. And that was kind of a crazy feeling. I was like, oh, no. I usually hate pop music, but she was kind of, she was kind of bringing it. So that was, that's probably been my guilty pleasure as of late. How do you feel about people calling Ariana Grande emo? There's no way people are saying that. There's no way. You not? You haven't seen that online? There's no way that is that a thing? Yeah, man. Oh yeah, dude. Y'all, y'all got to get it together. I'm sorry, but that's just it, you can't do that. I'm sorry. It's just not. You know, you know how the media has mislabeled emo since the early 2000s? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I mean, the term... I don't know why it surprises you. Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't know. It doesn't even seem like remotely close to the, I don't know. People think, I feel like people have tried to label, do you know what Casey Musgraves is? No, I do not. Oh, it's, uh, she's, she's like an American, like, it's like country, but people have like called it like emo, like country or something. And I was like, I don't really know about that. It's, it's kind of just like country pop music and I don't know. People be throwing that label on anything these days, but it's okay. You know, I'm, I don't really care at the end of the day. You're not an elitist about it. You're not going to real emo copy pasta me or anything like that. Oh, heck no. I'm not, I'm not showing up to the, to the show in my, you know, what's the, what's the band? My embrace t-shirt and being like, you know, you guys don't get it. You know, like that's, that's not my vibe, but respect go off guys. Do it, do what you want to do. You just don't get it, but it's okay. Uh, at least you're still with the cool kids. You're listening to Ariana Grande, so you're uh, exactly you're date. exactly. I get it. I get it. Is that the is that the weirdest or strangest um, or least expected thing? Probably the Goo Goo Dolls. I really like the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, there's only like I listen to Drake a lot. That's probably especially like people kind of hate him. So I don't know how people feel yeah, about I, that. I one. hate. I hate Drake. He's a yeah. he's a creepy creepy dude. Yeah, he's a little creepy, uh, but I've been listening to him since I was like a little guy. So I don't know. There's probably some nostalgia there. So that's that's a guilty pleasure. I I'm obsessed with Kanye West too. I think Kanye West is such like he's such a fucking freak, and I love it. Like, so hold on, you're uh, obsessed with him musically, or or like his like just, entire just ridiculous like, ego and just him as a person, like, and his music. I love his music, but I think, like, him just being out of his mind kind of adds to the to the mystique, you know? Yeah, he's a, he's an interesting character, no, no doubt, no doubt. Truly. Um, out of all the stuff you were spending last year, wh- what do you think would be, like, your album of the year? For last any year? Yeah. Any genre. Um... Uh, my metalcore band just went on a tour with another metalcore band called Since My Beloved, and they put out a demo. And man, that shit is so good. Uh, they put it out last year, and uh, I've been listening to that quite a bit. So check that demo out. And uh, one of our label mates, Fever Child, on Sunday Drive, they put out, uh, I believe it's an EP. I, don't, I can't remember if it's a demo or if it's an EP, but uh, I have that tape in my, in my apartment, and I listen to it. I listen to it at least once a week, I would say. So that was definitely one I was spinning last year. So, and I can't remember if the Fake Eyes release came out last year or if it was a year before, but again, that's another one that I'm spinning spinning a lot. 
Yeah, timelines got all fucked up with all the uh, all the shit that's been going down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like uh, we lost a year, but we didn't. We lost two years. I don't know. It's been crazy. You don't have to tell me. Uh, full, full into it. Um, where was I? Oh, I'm gonna have to edit the hell out of this thing. If um, okay. if you could give the world a gift, what would it be and why? And this gift doesn't have to be like a material possession. Just. Oh my gosh, that is a hard question. Um, I'm just gonna have, I'm gonna have to ponder that one for a second. <laughs> If there was any gift that I could give anybody, it would be the gift of creativity. Because I do feel like everybody and anybody is capable of expressing themselves, whether it's through art or music or writing or even like work or just having a job and being creative in that aspect of their lives. Like, I feel like creativity is so, so important and being able to express yourself through your actions is so important and helps you know shape who we are as people so if there's any gift i could give anybody it's you know to help them become you know more in tune with their creative side i would say if that makes any sense it does yeah it's a good answer it's a good answer absolutely it's uh it's helped me be helping like like me being creative and doing music i would say has helped me so much as a person over the years and it's given me an outlet to express myself that i mean I haven't really been able to express myself through work or through like jobs or through like, you know, just my day-to-day habits. And I feel like my music is what has helped me like live, live through my experiences and I don't know, really process my life in a way that I feel like everybody should be able to have the chance to do so in that way. So. I completely, completely understand and completely agree as you know, as I consider myself a creative person and my job is soul crushingly not creative. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. boilerplate, same shit every day. I, I do sales. Oh my gosh. Soul sucking. So yeah. My every, I mean, I'm good at it, but my every conversation has an objective, a motive. I'm always in control of the conversations. Like it doesn't fucking matter what you have to say. Like I'm going to listen to what you have to say, but only so that I can spin it into what you need from this product I'm selling. So it's just like, it's just awful. It's awful. But yeah, there's no creativity involved in it. I can't express anything other than like, you know, fuck you, pay me. Yeah, it's it's really hard to, I, uh, my roommate, he uh, he's worked in sales for most of his life. And uh, he just left his sales career behind, I would say about a year and a half ago or so to uh, pursue a job in um, addiction recovery and stuff like that. And he took a massive pay cut because he was cleaning up in the sales world. He's, he's just, he has that salesman's personality and uh, he was really cleaning up in the sales world. And he would just, he got to a point where he's like, I'm not fucking happy. It doesn't matter how much money I'm making because I'm never going to be truly happy like doing this. And uh, so he just, he quit the sales job and he started doing addiction recovery and he's been doing that ever since. And he seems to be thriving. I have Shout a job. Out to that dude. Good for him. Yeah, he's yeah, that's my roommate, Matt. Shout out Matt. He's awesome. Um, 
I also have a job that I'm not particularly passionate about myself, but I have the music stuff that really is, that's really what drives me. And I'm able to, that's what helps me push through just kind of working the job that I just kind of don't really care about, you know? Oh, I know very well. This, this, uh, this dumb little show gets me through the week sometimes. Let me tell you. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. nice to have a conversation without a motive. I'm sure you get it, man. Absolutely. So uh, do you, uh, is this like your first podcast interview with the band or just in general? Um, I have been on a podcast to talk about, uh, some of my other bands, but that has been it. And I believe Kyle had been on another podcast to talk about the arrival note. So, I mean, we both have done it like once or twice and, uh, you know, they're a lot of fun. I listen to a lot of podcasts, so it's, I'm happy to, whenever we get the opportunity to do it, I'm, I'm definitely in on it. So. Yeah. I wanted to know, like, what do you, what do you listen to if you are in the podcast? I'm myself, I don't really listen to a lot of them. So I'm always curious what people are listening to. I listen to more so like hardcore podcasts. I listen, I listen to Axe to Grind and then I listen to the Jamie or K podcast. The Jamie or K podcast was the one that I was on. Um, and that was a lot of fun. So, and let me think what else do I listen to? Sometimes I listen to scoped exposure. Um, so oh, shout out to scoped and Jamie, both great pods. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just like really any hardcore podcast I can get my hands on, I usually give it a chance or two. Oh, and uh, quit your band while you still can. I listen to that one quite a bit. That's a lot of fun. So there's, there's a few that I listen to mainly. What, music was, that last stuff. what was that last one? Sorry. Quit your band while you still can. <laughs> I've never heard that. I'll check that out. I know it's it's a it's a pretty funny name. It's a really good podcast, though. Okay, I guess we'll do the wrap up question. So, what's new for the band coming up this year? Big plans, big exciting stuff outside of new music. Hopefully, definitely going to get new music. Definitely going to try and tour a little bit. Um, going to try and play some shows around Florida and. Uh, maybe might work our way out a little bit uh like i mentioned earlier i was just in a insane uh accident in a van on tour with my other band and it's uh it's probably gonna be a couple couple months before i'm ready to get touring again but as far as like you know getting back out there like we really want to push this band so we're gonna try and bring it to the people as much as we can and but my my biggest focus personally is just getting music like more music out and i feel like i think kyle feels the same way like because we have music that we feel really confident in and we want to try and push that out as quickly as possible so that's the that's the main goal for now good goals man i'm very excited to hear new stuff i've played these four songs fuck, i don't know how many times uh, awesome. a lot like a lot i appreciate that man i appreciate that that's awesome what's the uh is there a big goal or accomplishment that you want to reach as a band like is there a big venue you want to play or a big festival or a band you want to share the stage with or um as far as like goals go it's just so hard to really tell where your band is going to go like what the direction is that your what your trajectory is if you will of the band and it really just depends on how people are reacting to it and the only thing i can really hope is that people are like 
don't know. I want people to be able to take away something from it and to be able to feel, you know, feel as, as corny as it sounds like, I want them to really feel something and sit with the songs and sit with the lyrics. And I don't know, hope, hopefully it'll resonate with them and, uh, you know, they would understand it in a way. And uh, that's kind of what's most important to me is just like, if I can reach a few people with the music that we're writing, then that's kind of really what I want. As far as like playing big festivals or getting our name out there, like that doesn't really matter to me at this point in my life. I've been doing bands for, I've been doing bands for a couple of years now. So I feel like there's like a little bit deeper meaning from behind like what we're doing as a band. And I don't know. I just hope that it resonates with people and that, they can get something out of it. And that's what I want to do with the songs moving forward. I just want to keep like, I want to keep like diving into my personal emotions and putting them on paper and hopefully people will be able to resonate with it. So that's, those are my goals <laughs> personally. Well, mission accomplished. It certainly has resonated with me. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate that. So is there uh, any last, you know, shout outs, plugs or causes, anything you want to talk about at all, man, the mic's yours. Um, let me think. Uh, Diffuse, the band that I like a lot from here in Tampa, Florida, they, uh, they just put out three promo songs on uh, IOU Records Bandcamp. Uh, they're really good. You should check them out. Um, I'm in another band called Steadfast that I sing for. Uh, we have a demo on Bandcamp. Check that out. I play guitar in another band called, called Hourglass. We also have a demo on Bandcamp. It's xhourglassx at bandcamp.com. Check that out. And then I'm in another band called Contention. We have our new EP out. It's on um, the Coming Strife Records Bandcamp. And it's also on KOTP Records Bandcamp. Um, so those are that's what I've been up to. And that's what I really want to push. Uh, listen to Fake Eyes. That band is awesome. Uh, just great people. Listen to Magnitude. That is one of the most important straight edge bands out right now for a reason. I think they deserve a lot of attention. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that's it. That's great. No, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I'm really glad you guys came on the show. Uh, hopefully we can yep. do it again in the future. You got some new music out here ASAP, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, we are definitely down to talk whenever. All right, again, Josh, thanks so much for coming on the show today, man. No problem, thank you for having me.